You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Hey, church family, welcome back to the podcast. I'm glad to have you today, and I want to welcome a special guest. I want to welcome Bree Jenkins. Hey, Bree. Hey, thanks, Ben. So, Bree, the last time you were on the podcast, you were still Bree Fennell, correct? That is correct. What changed? Um, I got married in August <laughs> to Corey Jenkins. <laughs> yep, so Corey is our associate in student ministry. Fantastic guy. You guys are married. Y'all are a great ministry couple. Uh, Bree came on our staff in the summer, and she's my assistant. She's our communication director. Uh, she's our hostess at the front door. She's lots of things. You're a pretty busy lady lately. So welcome aboard. But you are on the podcast today because we want to offer a follow-up from the sermon on Sunday. So this week we preached about uh, Paul's effort to raise money for a special offering. And so we talked about finances and discipleship and God changing our heart. Um, Some of that, a little bit of that kind of ventured over towards tithing. But most of that was really about general generosity in offerings and special campaigns, sort of like what Paul was doing in Corinth, right? Um, I was talking about how, you know, preaching about money can be challenging and awkward. And you made a comment to me that I thought, that's podcast business. Come on, Bree. So do you remember what you said? Um, I just made the comment that this was the sermon that I really needed to hear whenever I was in high school and first had a job. I, at that point, I remember having that job for the first time, taking home my money to my house and trying to figure out what I was going to spend it on. And so I took a cup and, you know, just put the money in there. And I would add it up every single week. I worked once a week and I would add it up and the money would just sit in the cup. And then there came a day where I was just kind of like, what am I supposed to do with my money? Like, you know, we always hear in so many other contexts in just how we're supposed to love our God well. And honestly, Ben, I think because it's an uncomfortable subject we don't really hear how are we supposed to honor God well and love Him well through our finances. And so for me yesterday, it was a, a kind of a breath of fresh air to be able to hear, you know, how honoring God in our finances, how loving Him well through them really isn't about our money. It isn't about just how much we have or how much we don't have, but it really is about our heart. It's about the, the condition that our heart is in before our God. And I guess I'm reminded right now of Matthew 6, 24. And this is in the context of Jesus um, talking about laying up treasures in heaven instead of treasures on earth. And he says, no one can serve two masters for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he'll be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. And I will say for me, As a 15, 16, 17-year-old girl, my life was characterized by serving money instead of serving my God at that point. And it really wasn't until I had heard a sermon on tithing through my pastor at that point at First Baptist where I began to see the importance of tithing. But it wasn't just that sermon that just sent me over and 
made me change and, you know, have a heart for the Lord and heart for generosity. I mean, that's still something that I have to ask the Lord to build up in me now. I have to look at Corey and I's paycheck and be like, oh my goodness, like my heart needs to be, I want to give this to the Lord, not, well, we have a mortgage to pay. We have all of these bills to pay. How are we going to support ourselves? That kind of thing. Instead, like even now, I struggle to have my heart set on the Lord and His mission and recognizing that we're just stewards of what He's given us. And our heart needs to be turned towards loving Him well, even through our finances. So you you work with our students. Uh, you volunteer in student ministry with your husband, Corey. And you've done that for years. Before you guys were, really before y'all were a couple, I think you were right. already volunteering in student ministry. You've been very faithful there. You love our girls, and they love you. And it impressed me when we were chatting this morning to think about the lens that you have for the sermon yesterday, we're recording this on Monday, and the lens that you have for thinking about even our teenagers with that first job, second job, mm-hmm. learning learning to tithe. And I know for Lindsay and I, that's been important, trying to reinforce that with our kids, even from a very small age when they get Christmas money from grandma, you know, just so that it would be less of a stumbling block as they got older because it would be a discipline that they might be accustomed to, a way that they would worship God even as children, right? Um, Just sort of something that's understood. And for me, it was interesting to think about our students. You know, Mm -hmm. in your comment this morning about your teenage years, that you heard a sermon on tithing, and it was what you needed to hear at the time. So there's a cup full of money. What was your job? My job was waitressing at a local restaurant. In Ellisville, Mississippi. <laughs> In Ellisville. What restaurant? It was French Quarter Grill. And I, then it changed to RNA's French Quarter Grill. I got you. Okay, so so you were waitressing and so you didn't have tons of money because you were right. you were a high schooler, right? <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> and you probably had some things you wanted to do with that money. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Lord convicted you through a sermon that you needed to be tithing. Did you obey him on that? I will say it was a struggle to obey him on that. And I will say, even in my obedience, I was stingy so, because I didn't want to give it up, you yeah, know? Not, not quite a cheerful giver, right? Not quite. There, but there's a growth process. Okay, so you didn't have a lot of money, um, but you still felt the same pressure that, hey, God wants me to tie this. It's not going to be a big check, but I don't have a big pot or cup at this point, right? <laughs> But talk about that obedience. Like as you look back now as a young young married woman, you know, developing your family, look back at that teenage Brie and how was that obedience at that age impactful for your heart and for Jesus? Well, I mean, like I said, it, it isn't as much about just the physical thing of giving money. Yeah. It It is about the heart. And so for me... And while this was not a perfect process by any means, because like yeah. I just said, I wasn't a cheerful, cheerful giver there. It, it just began this process of me surrendering more than just my money to the Lord. It wasn't just surrendering the 10%, but it was seeing the other 90% as His money. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so it wasn't just, okay, well... Let me give a tithe. It was let me use every single bit of my money in a way that is going to honor and glorify our God. Yeah. And obviously, walking out practically, that didn't look super perfect. 
Um, I mean, I'm not going to say that I have given 10% of every single penny that I have ever earned. Sure. And I hate that I can look back at my life and say that, if well, I'm being honest. Right. But as a, And I'm looking up and saying, okay, I'm not trying to push for legalism. So I'm right, okay with exactly. that. I'm all right with that. You, I want you growing in Jesus, right? And, and that's kind of where I, I was. The Lord convicted me. And even now being married to Corey, we're convicted together. And have conversations of, hey, we need to, you know, give our tithes to the Lord, not because we want to walk in legalism and not because we want to make sure that everybody knows that we're good believers or anything. That's not what tithing's about. It is more about a surrendering to our God, which is exactly what we did at salvation, but it continues in repentance. And tithing is a part of that. It isn't just the other things that we typically talk about. It's also how we use our money. And so that's kind of what the process has looked like for me in my life. It isn't a it wasn't a, a fix for me for me to hear that sermon yeah. and be convicted, but it's walking every day in repentance. Well it was cool for me that you even remembered it. You know, that you were able to say, Hey, when I was a teenager I heard a sermon on tithing and I wasn't offended or mad, but instead I was convicted by Jesus about something that I knew God wanted me to do. Mm. So I'm thinking right now about our kids and our youth. And for me, it's not about, you know, hey, you guys, be sure you give your pennies and dollars. That's not the <laughs> point. You know? But to raise up a generation of believers who are free of the love of money, who are free of covetousness, mm. who have allowed Jesus to teach them to handle their resources in a way that they can bless other people with them, faithfully support you know, the ministry, faithfully support the church, but also just to not be possessed by their possessions, yeah. but to be able to use them for Jesus' sake. Like that's that's powerful. You know, that mm. to me that's pretty cool for me to think about our teenagers, our youth, our children. So do you have any advice for our middle schoolers and high schoolers? We'll wrap up the podcast with this. You've got the last word, Bree. Great. I will say, and it's kind of reiterating something that you already said yesterday, but it's something that my parents taught me growing up my entire life was in, in, in the scriptures. We see that those who are faithful with little will be entrusted with a lot more. And so from, from my perspective, being where you are, high schoolers, middle schoolers, whoever you are, I would say be faithful with what the Lord has given you now. Just be faithful to Him, whatever it looks like. If it's with your money, if it's with just your time, your talents, be faithful to, to Him in the little things. And He's going to entrust you to a lot bigger things. Be faithful to Him then. Just be faithful to our God. That's a good word. Hey, Bree, thanks for being on the podcast. So podcast listeners, if you know any children or teenagers you think would identify with Bree, uh, why don't you share this with them? This would be a great first podcast for some of them. Bree, thanks a lot for sharing with us. I really appreciate it. You, uh, you're normally the one who edits and uploads the podcasts. So thank you for being on this side of the microphone. Absolutely. Thanks, Ben. Thanks, Ben.